Good morning to all my beautiful listeners today. Thank you for tuning in to the Self Love Witch Podcast. It is your host, I, Kimberly, back again with another banger. <laughs> what do I think I'm making a music video? Um, <laughs> welcome in. Today I am talking about, as you can tell by the title, it's another Soft Girl Series episode. Today we're going to be talking about choosing your tribe, finding your tribe, but also, also, I want to talk about how to identify the snakes in the grass. I want to get really in-depth with that because it is something that I have been currently experiencing. I want to say 2023 was the year that I was really being revealed all of the snakes that was slithering in my garden, honey. And when I tell you, it was the people you did, you would not expect. It was the people that were a lot of people that were closest to me. Um, and I learned so much about just how to identify stuff and how to not just let things just slide by and think they were just, oh, minor inconveniences or just minor situations. Whew, we're going to get into detail, but I want to say this before I begin. Whatever it is that your spirit is telling you about a person, believe it. Believe it. Believe it. Especially when you have instances and situations that back up that gut feeling. But let me get into this today. So, y'all know I'm always talking about pro-soft life, pro-soft life. The soft girl era, and I don't even think it's just an era, but I highlight it as an era because it's, it's such an awakening that is being widespread. I really love it because I feel like, like I said... Women, we need to learn to rest more. We need to learn to de-stress our lives more. Because women, we also, we tend to think the more that we carry, the, the higher the stress, the bigger the load that we are worth more as mothers, as wives, as women in general. We need to feel that we need to carry completely crazy amounts of uh, responsibilities, um to be valuable or to feel purposeful in our existence. And I'm not saying that you shouldn't strive to have responsibilities or to, you know, reach those goals or to feel purposeful, whatever makes you feel good about yourself. However, I do want to highlight that I feel like women really do overextend ourselves a lot and we take on a lot more than we need to just because of our empathy, our natural inclination to be nurturing And, you know, it's got to stop. And so right now we're talking about how it's got to stop when it comes to our friendships and our tribes and our lovers and the people that we choose to be within close proximity of us, the people that we choose to extend our love upon and the people that we choose to, you know, receive their love. It's very important to really think about those people because I feel like a lot of times You know, we think that we know people. And the truth is, you can know someone in and out. People do shift. People do change. People go through life. People uh, shift their perspectives, their morals shift, their integrity can even shift. I always say, let time and history not be a, a defining factor for why you are remaining close with someone I always say let their integrity their morals and their character always be the first thing that you always go for when it comes to why you are friends or why you are with the person 
I don't care if y'all known each other for 10 years. Have they been consistently, you know, a good person to you for 10 years? You know what I'm saying? Of course, we all make mistakes. We all fall short. That's not what I'm referring to. I'm referring to situations that completely betray trust, completely betray respect, completely betray livelihood and safety and, you know, big things of that. And um, so, yeah, let me get into it. So our journey towards our truest self, you know, to our softest selves, it's going to anger a lot of people. It's going to confuse a lot of people, especially people who are so used to seeing you in a specific light. Um which can cause envy it can cause disharmony it could cause people to feel the need to detach from you because you know sometimes people just do not align any longer the the frequencies no longer match I've had friends that when I was completely distracted and I was completely just out doing whatever those were the right groups of people to be around because we had a lot in common we had a lot to talk about we had similar interests we had similar hobbies but now that I'm on a plane of where I am really focused on leveling up myself leveling up leveling up my life being very focused being disciplined working on that aspect um working on you know business goals working on bettering myself in every way imaginable I noticed that we don't have a lot to talk about um, especially when it comes to like drama, we don't have a lot to talk about when it comes to that because I really separated myself from that, and I feel like that's a big key ingredient to leveling up your life. You really have to separate from the lower energies that completely do not serve anything that you are wanting. I feel like when you go into that soft life journey, you have to make a decision of really trying to de stress your life and to limit all confusion. The best thing to do. I'm a I'm the type of person where I just like to start off cold turkey a lot when it comes to just the way I want to start doing things. Um, but everyone's different. But when it comes to just energy and, and engaging with people, I feel like anything that does not have the answer yes to this question, you know, typically needs to be just let go immediately. So I always ask myself, I'm like is this going to help me in any way? Is this is this profitable in any kind of way, energetically, spiritually, emotionally? Is this going to help me at the end of the day? Is it something that's going to feed my spirit? Is it something that is feeding the woman I want to become? If that answer is, if I can't find a single inkling of an answer to a yes to that question, I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. So that of course goes into play with conversations I don't want to have conversations that have nothing to do with really like growing myself or you know assisting with solving a problem or assisting with making sense of a situation you know I just feel like there's a lot of unnecessary things that a lot of us tend to cling on to and give a lot of our energy to and it could seem like we have to, but a lot of the times there are things that we just willingly attach ourselves to, which really distract us, that have no greater purpose besides, you know, feeding our ego or feeding 
some type of something that we have going on, right? So I feel like, you know, finding our solid tribe and finding the people that align with us is important. And I feel like we should always evaluate our tribe. Always. I feel like it's good to evaluate a tribe. Just like, you know, you're at work and you get your yearly evaluation. I feel like we should do a yearly evaluation of our tribe. I really think so. Because I recently experienced a situation, just a situation within my tribe, where I learned that there was a shift in energy. Um... And I think that's just a a normal thing where people go through things, people do change, people have different ways that they choose to move with you. Like, that's just the truth. It sounds crazy, but I've experienced some people that I thought would never switch up. And <laughs> when they switched up, it was like drastically. You know what I mean? So, um... And I feel like a big part of that made me understand that, you know, you cannot be attached to people um, to an extent to where you start to question yourself when they choose to do what they do. I feel like the art of detachment, when I studied it, it's, it's it's just a beautiful concept. I try to make sure I keep that in mind, but also make sure I don't get so consumed with the thought of someone not being or someone being temporary that I don't fully invest or fully enjoy their presence I feel like you you kind of know when someone is temporary versus when someone is someone that is going to be of significant value to your life so I always feel like it's good to evaluate our tribe um you know, because the company we keep is such a key factor within our peace, within our success, and within our soft life journey. My tri- Within my tribe, there should be no confusion about where we stand with each other. There should be no confusion about the loyalty we have between each other. There should be no confusion about anything, really. I feel like your tribe is your tribe. They call it your tribe for a reason. And I was definitely the type of person that... I knew a lot of people. I still, I know a lot of people. I'm a very social butterfly. However, I'm very aware that just because you can engage and you can laugh or you can go out with people, that does not make them your friend. And I used to throw that friend word around so loosely. Oh, that's my friend. That's my friend. That's my friend. And then I realized, you know, you're very frivolous with that word, Kim. You're very frivolous with that word, friend. Because last time I checked, even jobs have a a probation period. You know what I'm saying? A 90-day probation period. When I'm dating women, getting to know women, I take my time with learning them. And that amount of serious intention that I put into that, I learned I had to do the same with people that I even went out to brunch with or people that I had simple conversations with I am so weary now of the company I keep I do not play um especially recently because I know y'all can feel this energy in the air I feel like the energy in the air 
for right now, I feel like there's more hostility, there's more aggression than ever. I feel like people are, the people cannot hide, okay, I've, I've always said that. Since, you know, the pandemic, I feel like the masks have truly fallen off of people. People cannot hide their spirits, people cannot hide anything, and I feel like that's more so because when you are spiritually gifted and spiritually inclined, you do have a better, when you're secluded and you're within your own energy, I feel like when we finally came out of hiding after that pandemic, we were really all able to see each other for who we really were. Because we had time to settle into our own energy. We had time to settle into um, our inner work. I feel like a lot of people did a lot of healing work during the pandemic because we had nothing else to do. You know, we had to sit with ourselves. I think I feel like that was such a beautiful time for a lot of people. But a lot of people took advantage of that to heal themselves. Um, however, I know a lot of people did also have a lot of struggling moments. I understand that that was, you know, it's a hard time um, for everyone. And to anyone who has lost their family during that time, I extend my heart out to you. And, you know, I extend and I hope for healing for you and your family because that was a very, very difficult time for a lot of people. But I do feel like after we got out of that time period, it became easier to see people for who they were naturally, very easily. I feel like a lot of people saw the veil lifted during that time. So let me get into this because I am going on a ramble right now. I have a whole list right here. So one thing I want to say is a key ingredient to this soft guy life and a soft guy recipe is to distress your life. I always talk about that. That means to identify and remove people, places, and things that feed the stress in your life. So, you know, I don't care if we have to make a list. We got to figure out the people, places, and things that bring stress. We can figure out the ways we can either annihilate those things or if they aren't things that can be annihilated, there are things that can be worked around. There could be boundaries set. There can be a limited engagement to your comfortability to where you feel like you are not having to sacrifice your peace or your joy or your bliss for anything outside of yourself. So, like I said, lo and behold, I I always speak on this because it's such a real thing. You want to look out for envious families, lovers, and friends. I can have a whole episode on this by itself, which I will because... The soft girl era, when you're de-stressing your life and your life is flowing peacefully, and despite all the work that you know you have to put in to have this kind of mentality and to have this kind of softness and flow in your life, we know the work that goes into this. This is not some People really think <laughs> this life is about laying back, sipping some wine. You know, that's maybe nice. That's nice. However... Do you know the amount of work and warfare that goes into literally deprogramming your mind from being in survival mode and literally switching up your entire mindset to where you learn to love the things that are good for you, the people that are good for you, especially when you grew up in an environment where you were so used to the opposite. Um, It's it's, it's a mini war that, that really is going on, you know, when you have to literally reprogram your mind it takes a lot of mental work a lot of spiritual work um even a lot of physical work you know especially when you're trying to you know better your health and things like that but we know the work that goes into that but 
people look out from the outside and they think that you are not deserving. They feel like, oh, you think you're better because you're genuinely happy and because you genuinely have morals and things that you stand on and, you know, you express that and you want better for people. A lot of people get intimidated by that kind of energy. And I feel like when you're self-aware, because even me, I can admit, there are times when I'm being told some real stuff and I'm like, I can identify it now because I've had time to evaluate myself and I'm, I'm older now. But like, take it back a few years ago. If you would tell me something about myself that was actually true or trying to uplift me to do better, choose better for myself, I would get offended and it would come off as if you were belittling me or trying to make me feel bad about myself. But being older and being wiser now, I realize whenever someone is trying to tell you that you can do better, you can have better, you need to change your mind, you need to decide, like... That is a form of of genuine love. You know, when you have people who are just yes women, yes men all around you all the time, who never tell you no, who never correct you, who never let you know when you're in the wrong, that's when when that tribe is kind of dangerous. You know what I'm saying? Because there is no way, I'm going to let you know right now, there is no way you're always making the best choice. (laughs) You know... There is no way that you're always right 100% of the time. There, there, is, there is no way. There is no way. And your tribe is supposed to be people that see you, hear you, value you. And because of those key factors, they're able to assist within your story, assist within your journey. They're able to be a friend. They're able to be a shoulder. That is what a tribe is. But you want to look out for the envious people who you know, don't really have your best interest at heart. And there are key ways to identify things like this. And I feel like one key way to identify this is always check their eyes. I feel like the eyes are the windows to the soul. The eyes can really let you know how a person is really feeling about you. The eyes can really let you know. Can really, really let you know. So I always say there are different kind of eyes. I always look for obsessive eyes and soulless eyes. And I can go day for days about these. So soulless eyes. I feel like those are people, if you ever looked at someone's eyes before, and when you look at them, they just don't seem to have any spark with them. They don't seem to have any excitement, any emotional reactions. I feel like you see this within a lot of narcissists too and a lot of uh, sociopaths. Uh you know, a lot of them, their eyes don't show emotion. When they smile, it's not a, or when they engage with you, there's not a emotion within their eyes. You know, and that's something to really look out for because your your face can lie, your eyes cannot. You know, and I know you guys know what I'm talking about because if you ever had to like smile for a picture and you didn't really feel like, smiling for the picture but you just did because it was a picture if you look at your eyes within that it was a very detached type of moment your 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 eyes were detached from your emotion and you could tell versus a genuinely happy picture of yourself you can tell the difference so I want to make sure we're looking out for those things when we're engaging with strangers and engaging with people that's a key way to identify if someone can be a possible snake in your garden and you need to be head that <laughs> okay I don't promote violence um, you know, only when absolutely necessary. However, in defending yourself. However, 
Um, yeah, you have to be keen on that. Soulless eyes go hand in hand with that. You know, I dated someone who when I looked in their eyes, my stomach turned because I could just see the darkness. And I feel like when you're spiritually gifted, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Which is why I feel like a lot of us do avoid a lot of eye contact when we're just out in social settings because we don't want to like intake that energy because it does have a stomach turning kind of effect. It's like, oh my gosh, like, but nevertheless, you're able to see it when you look someone in their eyes. So when you do choose to engage with someone, I feel like when you're just passing someone, okay, fine, you don't have to look at them. But when someone is engaging with you, when they're wanting to have an energetic exchange, when they're trying to learn you as a person, look in those eyes and look good and hard. So you can really tell what kind of soul they have because the eyes will never lie to you. I promise they'll never lie to you. And watch for body language within people. And and I don't want to make this just about strangers because this could be people that you that you consider your friends too. I feel like a lot of times when we become friends with people or we become lovers with someone we they they tend to skip a lot of our um onboarding hiring process because of them validating a certain aspect of ourselves that we may need at that time there's always a reason why we connect with people because they give us something that we need in that time and sometimes you know the things that we need are things that are feeding a wound that because it is going unchecked or untreated, we don't realize that that's not really a real friend. That's just like a trauma bond in a way, or it's a a way to soothe, um, you know, our inner child in a way. So I feel like it's, a, it's very important to evaluate the reasons why you engage with particular people or the reasons why you consider people your friends or the reasons why you're with that woman or that man. You know, you really have to evaluate why I chose this person, what this person actually brings to my life and things of that nature. So within your tribe, right, your tribe is an integral piece, excuse me, an an integral piece to your success. So, you know, things to also watch out for, you know, read their energy, observe first, engage later. When I tell y'all the art of being silent and this is particularly about checking your tribe picking the correct tribe but this episode i'm really getting into depth into really evaluating your tribe and identifying snake energy okay so observe first engage later the art of being silent y'all i'm gonna i'm gonna give a little story time so i had a friend that we were close for a period of time. And then things started to get a little odd once they got a partner because the partner was insecure about our friendship, right? Um, I had no idea. When we would engage face-to-face, I had no idea that the energy was there, which to me is a, a complete red flag because how dare you be in my face and feel a way about me? And you know, not even want me around, but you smile in my face. I just, you know, rest in peace to all of the women and men who have lost their lives just being around people who secretly had animosity towards them they knew nothing about. Things like that twists my stomach because 
you can it's just crazy when you're being a genuine person and you think that that energy is being reciprocated on all front and it's not <laughs> and they don't mind pretending and acting as if it is that to me is the most it's the weirdest stuff and I don't trust people who do that so nevertheless you know I didn't know this at the time I didn't know the energy was not genuine right um but there was one particular situation where you know, me and my tribe were all supposed to get together. We were all supposed to have double dates or whatever. Um, and because of this friend's partner's insecurities, um, they purposefully excluded me from the event. Um, <laughs> and, you know, I did not expect this from the friend that I had at the time. Uh... But what was funny about the situation, you know, the art of being silent, I didn't even know that it occurred, but the person kind of slipped up. She kind of slipped up when talking to me that they went. I was like, oh, okay. And conveniently, it was on FaceTime. And I love when I can confront somebody on FaceTime because, (laughs) or in person, because you can't hide. Energy can't lie. I'm watching for everything. I'm looking at your body language. I'm looking at your eyes. I'm looking at what you say, what you don't say. I'm looking at how you stutter, how you pause in your communication. I'm looking for everything. I know when you're lying, right? So, you know, we're talking and I'm realizing when they're explaining the situation to me, they're, they're trying their best to make it seem as if it wasn't intentional, right? And I'm sitting here, I'm like, all right, girl. <laughs> you know, I try to get for the benefit of that. I'm like, okay, if you felt like you needed to do that for your relationship, you know, I'm trying to think like that. I'm like, okay, you feel like you need to do that for your relationship. I would never do that to one of my friends, but that's you. You know, you do what you need to do. <laughs> um, That's how you operate. You know, that was red flag number one. Um... But red flag, you know, the top red flag was watch out for when people, when you realize that people are trying to hide things from you and people are trying their best to lack accountability um, and to make you seem like the issue in situations when you're completely not the issue, watch out for people who lack accountability. And watch out for people who get upset when they are held accountable and when they're told that they're wrong. And watch out for people who look for reasons to dislike you, you know, and don't care to confirm, you know, people who don't look to validate their perceptions of you. You know, I feel like it's respectable if someone feels a way towards me, you know, or if there's a situation occurring and we're close, let me know. Let me know how you're feeling. Let me know how you're perceiving things so I can either validate or invalidate and and be completely honest about, you know, the energy that we have going on between us. But for you to assume things and to legit run with it, um, yeah, (laughs) it's giving, you know, you were looking for a reason to not be cool with me and you know if that's what you need to do to feel okay and to not have a guilty conscience because I feel like a lot of people do that these days a lot of people do things to just not feel guilty and to not have to deal with shame but at the end of the day you know we're all grown I know at the end of the day when you sit alone and you think about the situation you know you were wrong right so I say all that to say you know be mindful of people who 
find reasons to move weird with you. And it may not make any sense, but it makes a lot of sense to them. Uh, but that's simply because they were looking for reasons to dislike you anyway. <laughs> uh, and you never really know when it can occur or who it will occur with. But be mindful of that because that's something I experienced. And it really gave me a, a strong lesson that people will look for ways to dislike you. They will keep finding reasons, especially when they're they're set on uh, them not wanting you around. Or if they're set on... Um, some type of insecurity or some type of issue that they have within themselves, they're they're gonna find reasons to dislike you. I get it, it, it doesn't matter what it is because there were so many situations that were so small, but they were taken in such big, grandiose, um, you know, they were turned to, to such big, grandiose issues because of them striving to not like me. <laughs> And I'm not talking about the friend, I'm talking about the partner. But, of course, if your partner is feeling away, I understand you're going to try to validate them. But in this essence, I was a complete victim. And, <laughs> yeah, it, it was kind of crazy. It was just like, wow. So instead of you being accountable and, you know, checking that relationship that was not secure, you instead turned it around to make it seem like I was the issue. When I wasn't the issue. There was just a threat there. There was no secure attachment between you both. So... when it came to friends so it was easy to just paint me as the villain and make me seem that um I need to be completely ostracized from the group because you guys cannot handle your issues separately but that's tea for another day um but as you know I'm always gonna pop my mouth and say what's real these are not things that are not known (laughs) so yes but nevertheless I ended that friendship because there has to be a certain level of respect and a certain level of honor when it comes to the relationships that you claim to value in your life. You know, there has to be a certain amount of respect and there has to be a certain amount of communication. You know, when you lack those things, we're grown. We're very grown. We're approaching 30. Hey, the people in my group, you know, and you know, certain things like that are just non-negotiables. There needs to be good communication. There needs to be communication. If there is confusion, there I can't. You can't just be running with everything you're told. If you're if you do that easily, you've been looking for a reason to do that from the get go. That's what I believe. That's wholeheartedly what I believe. If you do not come to your friends and check and and see where you guys stand, you just run with anything. That goes to show you're not really their friend. And I really need that to be known. So if you guys have experienced that, those people are not your friend. Trust and believe that. And they will find any reason to fall out with you, to avoid accountability, or to avoid any kind of conflict. So let's keep going. So you want to watch how people move with others and how they move with you. Do you get the same respect? And that goes hand in hand because, you know, if someone can give, if you can watch a person give a certain person a certain level of respect a certain level of honest communication, a certain level of just human decency, and they give you the their minimum, understand where you stand with that person. And that person is not your tribe, okay? And, you know, never get, never, you know, if someone is treating someone else well, it doesn't mean they're going to treat you well. It does not mean that. 
does not mean that. You know, you want to watch how others... You just want to watch their character, nevertheless, though. You want to watch their character. You know, just because they treat this person well does not mean they're going to treat you well. Just because they treat that person horribly doesn't mean they're going to treat you horribly. But in the same sense, you want to watch for patterns, though. You want to watch for patterns. You want to watch how they legit operate. Because it will tell you a lot of things about who a person is and how they move. So, again, I want to roll back to the observe first, engage later. The art of being silent, the reason I say that is because when you know some information, I promise, I'm, I used to be a very confrontational person. And I, I still am very confrontational when it comes to standing up for what's right. But when I notice, you have, to, you have to engage differently with different kinds of people. You have people who are purposefully, intentionally non-confrontational. And they move very passive-aggressively. Which, me, I cannot handle passive-aggressive people. I need you to say what you mean, what you feel, and, and let's get into it, and let's get the situation. Because if not, I, I I don't deal well with the lingering energy. I don't know how people do it. You won't catch me lingering on or holding on to things. I will either approach it within the same day, the same time period, or just let you go, to be quite honest. Um, but the reason I say the art of being silent is so important is because... When you take in a bunch of facts, it's kind of like building up a case, right? Sometimes people who have been gaslit a lot or their emotions haven't been validated a lot, you know, there feels there's a need to feel to gather information, gather facts, gather documents before you pre- before you present your case, which I'm all for that because you don't know why. People will do the craziest things, do the weirdest things, and then when you approach them about it, they will act as if you're tripping. They will act as if you were just mis, you know, misinterpreting the situations. But when you have Exhibit A through F validating this situation, and when you have Exhibit F, no, maybe C D E F G, Exhibit G through Z, you know, completely going hand in hand with situation two you really have a way to really prove to yourself that you're not playing about yourself and that you know what you're talking about but also to show them like you know let's not sit here and and insult my intelligence I know what I'm feeling and I know what I'm seeing you know observe first if you need to gather your facts gather your evidence that's fine okay lawyer (laughs) but when I tell you observe first is key observe and that goes with even strangers observe first observe observe i used to be the person to just walk up and just talk and engage with people i observe first now i observe i want to watch your energy i i want to see the way you engage with people i want to see everything and that will let me know if i want to talk i used to be it didn't matter I didn't have to engage anything we catch a vibe in a conversation oh I rock with you it's not like that anymore (laughs) I had to learn to have better practices of spiritual hygiene better practices of communicating and engaging with strangers and people very much I I think I was the type of kid to where like my mom had to pull me off the street one time and have a whole conversation with me because I really just talked to strangers and it was not smart (laughs) and it was not okay (laughs) You know, I was a little kid talking to strangers all the time, engaging in whole conversations. Uh, so, 
yeah, that's that's something to, you know, watch out for for yourself. But, you know, do these evaluations of your tribe. Make sure your essence is being enjoyed versus someone just enjoying your light. It's a key difference. When someone's enjoying your essence, they are enjoying, you know, everything that you come with. They're enjoying every part of your being. They're enjoying your your quirk, excuse me, your quirks, your your kinks, your the flaws, the the beauty of you. You know what I'm saying? Versus someone who's enjoying your light, they're just enjoying the energy that you bring them in that moment. And you know the key difference. You know you have people who only hit you up when they need something. You have people who only contact you when they need some type of validation, some type of healing, some type of conversation versus people who just want to be around you because they enjoy your essence. They enjoy you as a person. They love your presence as who you are to them. You know what I mean? You know the key difference and those are the people that deserve the most energy. That's your tribe. You know what I mean? So be mindful of that. Identify the energy vampires versus the actual friends versus the actual lovers. Because you have friends and lovers and people you meet that really just are with you because of what you provide for them. And, you know, don't get so caught up on materials when I say provide because a lot of the times the thing that people are going for and completely latched onto is not your money it's not your status it's not any of that it's the light it's the energy that you bring to them and i feel like you'll always notice who the energy vampires are by doing this one technique right pull back your energy a little bit real friends will be like are you okay how are you feeling is there anything i can do yeah, yeah, yeah. Versus energy vampires, they get upset. They feel away when you pull your energy back. They feel away when you need to have time to yourself. They feel away when you have other obligations. They feel away when they are not receiving the energy that they want from you because they are using your energy as a supply. And Everyone gets mad when a piece of their supply is taken. And, you know, <laughs> you know, and there's a key, there's a, a, a thin line between, um, no, actually a solid line between, you know, friends feeling, you know, upset. But I, genuinely, genuinely, though, I've never felt upset about a friend being busy and not having time because I know where we stood and I knew that at the end of the day, we would connect. And friends, as adults, we go through periods of time where we are not going to speak. We have lives. We have obligations. We have responsibilities. That's okay. I know that we are genuinely connected and we will connect when we connect. Versus people who got upset with me uh, because I couldn't be around. And instead of communicating with me, moved in such weird ways. Yeah cut off okay that's not a friend that's not a friend be be very mindful of that that's an energy vampire who got mad because they could no longer suck from your supply and you know you have to be mindful of that because that's that's the kind of energy that i just do not respect because 
one it's weird two it's giving very much so possessive i do not like possessive friends i understand friends can be territorial yes but at the same in the same breath there needs to be a healthy line between there and there needs to be a very healthy very very healthy understanding when it comes to our time and when it comes to how we delegate it and jealousy within friendships i feel like is it's, it's not healthy I don't, I don't think it's healthy at all i don't think any jealousy is healthy um feeling a bit territorial jealousy is a natural feeling that can occur but you do have to evaluate why you feel that way because it's not it's an indicator that you don't feel secure within a connection and sometimes it can be just you because you have a different way of perceiving um you know relationships versus the other person and you have to evaluate if you're looking at things from a healthy perspective right so you know aside from that you want to make sure you're feeling seen and heard watch how they speak of you and to you if the people in your tribe or the people that you're around are talking down on you those are not people that you want to be around and don't get me started because those friends or whatever you call them, whatever, I don't call them friends, whatever people that you come around that kind of always nitpick at you when you guys are out and about hanging out or just kind of always in your business, unprovoked and un- uninvited or just kind of always making little statements about what you're wearing, who you're dating, it, just anything, just constant pics. That is an indicator of obsessive energy and get rid of that energy immediately. Because I'm telling you, two things are two things are gonna occur. One or two things. One, eventually they're gonna reveal that they're obsessed with you. And that can either go within a a good way of like okay identifying it but no I don't want to deal with you or I can go in a bad way where friends become obsessive and territorial and stalkers don't don't get it mistaken because people who you consider friends can become stalkers too because you were their friend but they were more so obsessed with you they weren't really your friend um there are many instances of that that I've seen and that have actually occurred to me um you have people who want to connect with you because they like you and they will pretend to be your friend so be mindful of that, especially when you're a pretty woman. You have to be mindful that there are people who only want to engage with you because you are pretty or because you are attractive to them. And the friendships are not built on any strong, real foundation of true connection. Watch out for that. Watch out for that. That's like a, a key, key, key factor. Watch out for that because... um. You know, I I realized um, I am social, but I'm very, very selective with who I hang out with. Um, I get invited to a lot of things, but I don't particularly go to a lot of them because I feel like there is no basis of a real connection there. I didn't really feel a real genuine vibe. And I'm not for just being around people just because it needs to make a lot of sense. Things have to make sense now. But yeah, please watch out for that because it can honestly save someone's life because that energy, that's, you know, people who are always trying to pick problems with you, and but they consider or call themselves your friend or people who are um, 
just always tending to kind of make things a bit difficult for you or there's always drama that's being brought to you, those are not your friends. I'm telling you, those are not your friends. Those are not your friends. That is someone who legit gets off of watching you a bit off of your balance, who watches you, who enjoys seeing you, you know, kind of, kind of, you know, just not feeling completely secure or, you know, that type of stuff. If you're a friend who will bring me a lot of drama every other time I talk to you, you you putting me in something or supposedly I'm in something, you're not bringing me no peace? No. See, now you got to go because you're not assisting in my, you're not, this is ridiculous. This is how people pass early from health complications because you got friends that don't bring you any type of peace or health or joy. You got friends that bring you drama. You always fighting. You're always confronting some new person every other month because of some he said, she said stuff. You're getting your blood pressure all worked up. Now you're 45. And now you got to sit here and eat bananas to, to, you know, to try to lower your blood pressure. And, and you know, it's just, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's It's best to really, really just think ahead when it comes to people you engage with because you know they play a key part in your health and a key part in your happiness in the long run you know identify the snakes in your life that could be the reason your garden is probably bearing no fruit right now that could be the reason why you can't even see your garden that may be the reason why your your grass too high and you can't plant any seeds because you got too many weeds you know what i'm saying so really pay attention to the people within your energy circle if anything you know you have limitations when it comes to strangers but the people that you engage with on a daily basis the people that you engage with consistently those are the people that you really need to be checking the energy for and i don't care do an energy check all the time make sure y'all are eye to eye make sure you guys are seeing each other hearing each other you know make sure the relationship is being nurtured make sure there is healthy communication make sure there is healthy um perceptions healthy um mindsets on on things like jealousy or healthy mindsets on things of anything everything actually so you know make sure they're supportive of you make sure they communicate make sure they are not secretive make sure they're open Make sure that they treat you like a friend. If they are your lover, they need to treat you like a friend and a lover. Both. Not just one. Okay? If your lover is treating your friend, their friends better than they're treating you, absolutely not. There needs to be a, you know, you need to be treated with utmost respect, utmost priority. Um, you know what I mean? But in a way that's, of course, healthy and makes sense you know what i mean so you know check your tribe check the energy around you and don't be afraid to cut some things off if you need to it's perfectly okay get the snakes out your garden they gotta go and yeah i really went in on this episode (laughs) because i do not play about that y'all any energy that is not genuine immediately Get out of here immediately. Immediately. I don't know if y'all ever saw that video. (laughs) 
cruising for bruising immediately get out of here okay <laughs> but yes guys you know i hope this helps someone today don't be afraid to confront or take on evaluating the energy and don't be afraid if you realize that just about everyone is not your energetic match right now and you may have to start over it's okay but it's better to be alone and in solitude than to be around people that make you feel alone to be around people that don't make you feel supported to be around people that don't support the life that you want for yourself it's better to be around just you than around people that hinder you or around people that don't genuinely care for your well-being and for your happiness so thanks so much for tuning in hope you guys have a magical beautiful day stay soft stay pretty (laughs) and yes you guys i'll be back next sunday with another episode i'm getting into we're gonna start doing video podcasts so i'm getting the microphone and everything y'all i'm getting the backdrop and everything prepared so you know we'll be having some sessions soon follow the tiktok i made a tiktok for the podcast as well the self-love witch podcast i'll be posting there and on youtube and yes you guys if you want to support the podcast please feel free to do so for monthly donations i support all of you i love when you guys engage with me please keep doing so you guys literally give me life i love all of y'all y'all are amazing um stay beautiful okay stay light stay unfazed do not get provoked by miserable hyenas okay and just stay magical okay <laughs> all right talk to you guys soon bye